He always seems to get involved, doesn't he? I'm telling you, too many coconuts have hit him right on top of the skull. Well, I think uh, Anthony will be a great acquisition. He can do it all. Avery, whose show is this? Welcome, everybody, to the Anthony Irwin Show. I am Anthony Irwin. Today, joined by Harrison because uh, he and I didn't do an episode of the Lakers Lounge last week um, while I had zero voice. I'm still, like, at yeah, probably, like, 60%, I would say, voice-wise. I feel fine, though. I'm fine enough to open the show with this, Harrison. Run it back! Run it back! Run it back! Run it back! It sounds like that's what the Lakers are going to do. So, all right. I, I wanted to start here because my big takeaway after what was a pretty hilarious weekend, I thought. Oh, um, yeah. This was <laughs> summer league between the Lakers game on Sunday night and then like yeah. the off the court stuff and right. the lead like uh, on Friday night and the off the and like the leaks and all this. This was a peak weekend for people like you and I yeah. who I think like to joke about the Lakers as much as anything and try and have fun with all of this and how silly it all is and you know uh, not take ourselves too seriously and this was just between the basketball the off the court stuff incredible weekend of comedy in Lakerland I just kept laughing you know on especially Friday night Friday night was just peak I wish you and I could have recorded I could right not tell after you Friday a single night. thing that happened in that game that's like that's how game? funny everything yeah exactly it was there was there was a high school cafeteria level drama being staged out around a basketball game. <laughs> so we're going to try to sum all this up. We're going to talk about the leak off between the Nets and the Lakers. We're going to talk about the leak off that is continuing between the Lakers and LeBron. We're going to talk about uh, the mean girls situation that we saw unfold Friday night um, and continue over the course of the weekend. Remember Kyrie showed up to Vegas Saturday night and, and there was some buzz involved there that was not isolated to the strip. Um, and then, and then, you know, everything else. And, and, uh, so let's start though. Let's start with, with the, like the, ev well, no, let's frame the situation. And then from there, we'll dive into like the, the peak hilarity that was Friday night. So the situation as it currently stands right now is that the Lakers and Nets at one point had talks. They initiated trade talks. Um, those talks got to a certain place. Um, Chris Haynes reported some details about, you know, some of the moving pieces. And uh, I was able to confirm some of that stuff as well. So it sounds like... Well, we were all waiting for your confirmation. Yeah, I, it, I think, clearly. I, I, I think I speak for hashtag Laker Nation when yeah. uh, I say that we were waiting. You know, we saw the Haynes report, but we were waiting on the Anthony Irwin confirmation. That's know? that's basically... Um, that's you're how like I exist. You're like my personal... Well, uh, so like... RD, RDA, RD ambition. Yeah. It's just like... Well, I, did, don't, I don't know what the RD stands for, but the A is Anthony. <laughs> uh, so the... It, that is fun. That's a funny way that journalists exist, though, right? That like a news doesn't happen. Nothing. Nothing is actually newsworthy until they personally confirm it. Yeah. Right. 
Well, like, they exactly. can't just hit that's the RT you button. A journalist like you that has yeah, to that's, I'm, it. I'm yeah. trying. I'm, I'm wearing my okay. journalist hat right now. You guys can't see it because we're not on, on camera. I get my, my press hat. No, you still have that thing. No wonder oh, they haven't yeah. traded for Kyrie yet. You I, ass. Yeah, I still have the pot. I, I recorded an entire <laughs> video for Mia's bachelorette party, or not bachelorette <laughs> party, for her bridal shower wearing yeah. the podcast fedora. She was that's... not happy with me. Um, but She it shouldn't was, have been. Very funny. When she um, the, the video turns on and she's and I'm wearing the fedora <laughs> answering questions. I think you didn't even have to answer any questions. Everything could have been answered by you wearing the fedora. Um, <laughs> so today, uh, as things stand, though, the Lakers initiated talks with the Nets about a week ago, and they got to a point where they know that Kyrie's going to be going to the Lakers. We know that Brooklyn doesn't want Russell Westbrook or his contract. We know that the Lakers don't want to take on Joe Harris without further compensation. And we know that the Lakers also are interested in Seth Curry. Now, there has been some peripheral reporting about getting San Antonio potentially involved. So because if Brooklyn doesn't want Russell Westbrook, that means you have to send him somewhere else. And there are only two teams right now with that amount of money that could, you know, that could bring in Russell Westbrook. We know that Indiana, uh, being the other one of those teams, is interested in, in DeAndre Ayton, so that would make them taking on Russell Westbrook impossible. Uh, so if, if this thing actually came to fruition, it would probably look something like the Lakers, Spurs, and Nets coming to a three-team trade, um, Kyrie being a Laker, Russ probably being a Spur for at least a little while, um, and, and then... It's just a matter of which other pieces the Lakers would have to send out to bring in shooting that they do desperately need. Like they, they really badly need shooting on their roster beyond just the upgrade from Kyrie or from Russ to Kyrie in that regard. Um, there has been reporting since then saying that the two teams, I know Woj just came out and said in a video that uh, came out earlier today, said that the teams spoke and that, uh, they haven't spoken since. They both know where they stand, but they but they haven't spoken in a little while about this specifically while everybody waits for Brooklyn to move Kevin Durant. My thing is, and this is something that has been really difficult for me to move past, Harrison. There's been reporting, especially today, that Brooklyn is hoping to convince Kevin Durant to stick around, right? They're I mean, that's hoping what you say until you trade someone, yeah. That's that's true. But like they're they're hoping to to like the only way that they can gain any kind of leverage is if people around the league start really believing that Kevin could go back to Brooklyn. And if you're Brooklyn and you're trying to convince Kevin to come back, wouldn't you kind of want Kyrie to be there waiting for him? I'm going to go ahead and say no, because they didn't put him on the season ticket renewal uh, email that they sent out to fans. So <laughs> I think I think we have a little bit of confirmation that Brooklyn is not really interested in doing that. And Anthony, in your whole summary thing, just I'm, I'm sorry to critique you, but there was one critical update that you missed in, yeah. you know, all of this drama. And it's that. Rob Polinka and Sean Marks were seen publicly talking right yeah. next to Woj. I wonder where he got that, uh, you know, <laughs> that info on that they've kind of reached an impasse and seem to just kind of uh, are ready to reapproach once a KD trade is done. I wonder if, like, you know, there was some scenario where he could have overheard that being talked about. <laughs> um, 
Do you, do you think Rob will still try the unconfirmed reports bit? Like, do you think he'll... Woj is like, Woj is like playing Assassin's Creed. He's doing like an eavesdrop, but blending yeah. in by talking to Masai, but he's got like, he's <laughs> here, he's really listening to the conversation behind him. Yeah, I, look, he wasn't the only one there doing that. Assassin's At least... Creed Woj Narok. He's like, he's <laughs> out here. <laughs> At least Woj was making it look like he was talking to Masai Ujiri. Tim Bontemp was just staring off into the distance. <laughs> well, see, that's the again, that's the difference. You know, uh, look, Tim's my guy, but like that, that's you, you know, gotta be on load. your phone or something, Tim. Yeah, look at you your got, phone. Got to work on your blending skill, man. Come on, <laughs> put your hood on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you just see Tim Bontemps with his back turned in a hood. Just they're like, oh yeah, that guy over there looks casual. <laughs> he reminded me of like. They do this in almost all animated movies where they tell some character, hey, look casual. And then they like slink way down. Not yeah. that casual. And they, they try to make some like, poor Bontos like doing finger guns there, like, at them, you know, like. Yeah. Bontos was sitting there remembering how to be a human being. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do I do here? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, can I just say, God bless Summer League. I, I love everything bit, about I, it. I yeah, love yeah. that like fans are trying to position themselves near the pit where everyone talks so they can be the first to uh -huh. get a photo and and media members to like be the first to get a photo of like yeah. Woj talking to Darvin Ham. Like, you know, I, I love this. It's uh, like we're, yeah. you know, I don't like the fact that we're living in a surveillance state because of all the like phones and smart accessories that we carry around and whatever. Who's to say whether or not that's good or bad for society or long term, but it's great for summer league coverage. I love it. <laughs> Give me every single rumor and every single photo of two people talking to one another. I need it. They're, surely they could only be talking about traits. You know which photo of two people talking that we weren't able to get, though, was the one where LeBron acknowledges <laughs> the existence of his current starting point guard. <laughs> well, so Again, do we want to talk about that or that. do we want to talk about the no, Kevin Durant I, I, thing? Well, there's, there's even more, though, because um, that's, how, that's how things currently stand between the two sides, specifically between the Lakers and the Nets. Now, on the peripheries of that, we had the report that uh, LeBron and his camp could not possibly care less about the 2029 pick. And <laughs> that... Uh, the summer of Windy continues. I love him so much. He's so, it's so nice having a, having a, a, a newsbreaker speak like a human being. It's, yeah. it's, it's refreshing. He's like, yeah, LeBron does not give a shit about a, like a current seventh grader right now. <laughs> Report. Let's see. What do you think LeBron cares more about? Getting that much closer to time, Michael Jordan, or a seventh grade. long-term draft. Pro Doesn't yeah. he know that Joey and Jesse Buss could probably get a good player with that pick? Yeah. <laughs> so um, when he owns the Las yeah, Vegas. Yeah, he owns the, 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 the Las Vegas Kings. Uh, yeah. You know, they're, they're taking the name. <laughs> yeah. They're trading for Sacramento. to get Honestly, it so that... it'd be good for the Kings. They yeah. need a rebrand. But, um, but so, yeah, so we got that. We got this report that LeBron in his camp couldn't possibly care more about the 2029 pick. Couldn't possibly care less. Less, yeah. Yeah. Could not possibly care less. And and uh, as a part of that, we're saying that if the Lakers trade for Kyrie Irving, that would improve their chances at extending LeBron James, which, you know, kind of went without saying so much so that I kind of found myself wondering, well, if it goes without saying, then why are we talking about it? Well, about 24 hours later after that, we got a report that the Lakers, uh, some within the organization, are split between uh, 
trading for Kyrie Irving or trading for uh, Miles Turner or and yeah and Buddy Rob Heald. Palenka's multiversal white whale, Buddy Healed. <laughs> yeah, he's back. You thought that pre-write would never die or would die, was going to go away? It, it's going to happen. Never going away. You're We're 30, always going to have a Buddy Healed pre-write. Your 43 team multi universal multiversal yeah. trade is 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 still in the works they're gonna get that like scam cricket league involved that was like duping betters overseas you know like it's it, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of people involved in this yep uh so that so like i said though we got that report about lebron and the extension which we all thought went without saying turns out the reason he felt the need to say it was because apparently some in the organization prefer the other trade package package that doesn't involve the point guard who helped win him a championship. And so like, like that's why I always say when a, when a rumor comes out, none of this stuff happens in a vacuum. So when that stuff came out about LeBron's extension, it wasn't necessarily like, Oh, well, not only is this probably going to kind of make the Lakers have to give up something so that they can get this done quickly, but we're probably going to wait. We're probably going to get, a little bit more information on something else that the Lakers are thinking about doing that LeBron might be less enthused about, right? And lo and behold, turns out he's probably less enthused about extending rust. It's, you know, <laughs> yeah. So that is, I think, a full summary. I don't think I missed anything there to set the table of where we're at heading into Friday night, where it just it all went off. And yes. it was it was just it was so incredible in every single aspect of this. You have Russ coaching up uh, players that he will he probably already forgot their names since coaching them up in the in the weekend since. Uh, you had LeBron bringing his own snacks at the other end of the table or at the other end of <laughs> we'll call it the table. We'll call it the cafeteria. Uh, yeah. LeBron, LeBron brought his own snacks LeBron to the cafeteria. Went and sat with the cool kids. He, he stuck rough yeah. with the nerds and the freshmen. So we had the clutch corner over there. Clutch. We had, we had the uh, somewhere in the middle. Well, it was Rob, clutch and Kurt. Kurt Rambis was around too. He was... <laughs> the the part of this that I don't think got enough attention wasn't just that LeBron and Russ didn't interact, but we didn't really see Rob and Russ interact and Russ was right by the Lakers team. Yeah. I don't think, I don't recall seeing Rob on TV. At least I, I don't yeah. recall seeing Rob and Russ interact, but again, like maybe I, I did, I wasn't there and we don't have all the angles or whatever, but yeah, I yeah. don't think anyone got that shot. Darvin also interacted with LeBron and Rob, right? Was he in that? Was yeah. he in that one too? Yeah. And um, Kurt. And, and Kurt Darvin also, I believe that <laughs> I love how you just keep throwing Kurt. Kurt yeah. was also, I there. just got to remind people that Kurt was around. Okay. <laughs> He's, he is not departed. He's still involved yeah. here. Kurt was doing the opposite of what as Rob was doing to magic of, uh, as the senior president of bossing Rob around his <laughs> senior president of presence. Yeah. Um, so, so, uh, Darvin ham, I believe that night gave a quote when no, asked it was about Sunday. it was Sunday. It was not that night. It was two days later when he, when he talked about how difficult it's been to get uh, LeBron Russ and AD together. I thought that was, that Oh night. no, never mind. That was that night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, he says that with LeBron and Russ sitting in, in the, the same, same room. <laughs> <laughs> like in the same, he's 
like, yeah, you know, the schedules just have an overlap. It's just it's really tough to get everyone together, you know. Just two really... ships passing in the night constantly. Yeah, like, oh, by the way. Know, AD said he has a really important meet, like, meet with his GTA team this weekend. You know, it's just uh, like, it's, it's tough. I mean, in fairness to Darwin, I guess AD wasn't there, but I don't think he matters as much in that in that equation. No, so my favorite <laughs> thing about this is not just that, like, uh, number one, props to Darwin for being like, he has taken the torch from Frank yeah. Vogel. It's like the ultimate vibes. I'm going to chill everything down. Nothing's a big deal. Uh -huh. It doesn't matter the storylines. Like, Darwin is, you know, towing the company line, says the right thing every single time. Like, he has taken that torch of, like, being the voice that you would want for the franchise in terms of, like, just calming things down, simmering things down, not taking shots at anyone through the media, just, yep. you know, all that stuff. Not and even it, taking shots at Frank. Like, he's just excited about what he's able to do. He's, he's not even, Frank. He's talking yeah. about, like, what Frank did while they, like, when they won a title and stuff. Like, he's, right. you know, he talked about getting back to that identity. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, like, yeah, he clearly... But again, not too like, close. Huh? Yeah, not but not too, too close. close. <laughs> um, so you know, he said all this right stuff, and then on Sunday, he, when he was on the broadcast, he was talking again about like how excited he is to have Russ and how like all these different ways that he's going to use him and stuff like that. And I just love that the Lakers are putting all these messages out there. And it's not Darwin's fault; he's got to say this stuff. Yeah. Like it's the right thing to say, but it's hilarious that they're saying all this. It's like, oh yeah, you know, it's the same as the Nets. Like, oh, we could bring Katie and Kyrie into camp. Like, you know, we're we're, we're putting this out there. We're just not putting Ky yeah, Kyrie on the, on the season ticket kind email of. photos of four guys. You <laughs> yeah. know, we're putting Joe Harris on there, but not Kyrie. Uh, there yeah. just wasn't room. You know, it's only four guys. Uh, you just barely missed the cut. And you have Darvin and like the Lakers putting out all these vibes about like, we're fine bringing these guys into camp. I'm excited to have Russ. I think, you know, new roster, run it back. Everything's going to be great. Got some new <laughs> ideas. Yeah. Uh, and then meanwhile, LeBron and Russ can't even pretend to be nice to each other for cameras for like 30 <laughs> seconds while in the same room for two hours. And we're expected to believe that these guys are going to like run through a training camp together and that that would not be a complete waste of everyone's time when you're trying to get a team ready to like win games that you're going to like it, try and ingratiate these guys when they can't even fake nice for like not much less forget an hour and like sitting next to each other yeah. the entire summer league game like they did last year cannot even pretend to be friendly in front of the cameras for 10 for 30 seconds, seconds. and yeah. sit on the opposite sides of the court like yeah. it's just hey, it's it, it, the only way to summarize it and the only takeaway to have from it it is it is intentionally bad optics to let everyone know where yes. they stand about each other and i think that they both have justifiable reasons to be pissed off at the other one i just picture rob like approaching lebron <laughs> during that one time out right where they're where they're standing there at the baseline rob goes lebron he's standing he's sitting right there he's at our bench we can't <laughs> ignore the existence of this guy can you please please just go say hi lebron goes what the fuck That was a good that was a good soundboard usage. I love it. Um no, and then, you know, not even just that, but you cuz you know it wasn't that simple with Rob. It was like he's like, you know, LeBron, sometimes when you got to get two parties together that don't necessarily want to interact, it it reminds me of the book of Genesis and <laughs> 
in chapter in chapter 13 of the alchemist like two parties that don't really want to get involved it just i recall a good story told by these master storytellers and you know (laughs) and lebron's like rob i just want to eat my pretzels i want to get to the poker table a little later (laughs) talon wants me to go buy him some chicken fingers from the from the uh, like from the place i'm not i don't have time i'm not going to go talk to russ i Oh, actually, really important update from this weekend um, that I don't think got enough attention because of everything else that we've been laughing at for the last five minutes. Talon Horton Tucker got a haircut, and it looks a lot more aerodynamic. Now. You're back in on Talon. I'm back in. <laughs> yeah. I, that's all I've been waiting for. He had that, like, kind of um, George when Jefferson hey, look. Look, Anthony, you know this better than anyone. When you're when you're a thicker guy, every little bit of aerodynamicism, you know, helps. <laughs> yeah, right. Like he had that George Jefferson shape haircut last year that didn't do anybody any favors. This year, though, shows up, looks trim, looks lean from the shoulders up, and and I think it's 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 really exciting uh, what he's going to be able to do in Brooklyn. I. <laughs> I also thought that it was hilarious. Number one, that he was sitting next to LeBron in like the kind of, as you call, as you dubbed it, the clutch corner, which is now what I will call that corner of the of the co- court for the rest of my days covering summer yeah. league. Um, you know, he was sitting right next to LeBron and all the, you know, because like Lonnie Walker was there, like literally every single Laker was there, included like not literally, but a lot of the new Almost, Laker signings yeah. were there. And like all of them, except for Russ, came over to shake LeBron's hand and say what's up. And almost none of them said anything to Talon. Like they didn't even know he was on the team and just like kept on. And Talon, as 21 year olds are wont to do, did not yeah. get up and enter, like, you know, uh, introduce yeah. himself or anything. Like it was the most relatable thing I've ever seen. That would have been me at his age exactly. Like, not, yeah. he's like, oh, they didn't talk to me. I'm just going to sit here, you know, da- dad's talking. So I'm just going <laughs> to let him have his business meetings. Uh, Taylor was doing the Bonteps thing. You know, you know, Rich, you know, Rich Paul was like hitting him on the arm. He's like, Taylor, go say hi to Lonnie. Introduce yourself. <laughs> you, think, you think Taylor was there like doing the, the fake or the, the, the fake sit on your phone thing so he could break what uh, he was leaking to Woj what was being talked about there by sitting there on it, pretending to, to not pay attention. Yeah, I, the, everything about it. And it was funny because um, while I'm laughing at all of this, and getting ready for the game last night, Sunday night, I'm saying, you guys, this could get even crazier. This could get any dumber, even dumber. Um, unfortunately, it didn't. You know, LeBron took off. In in fairness to LeBron and Russ and everybody involved there, two days in Vegas is the max. Especially that as the a millionaire, I would imagine, you know, yeah. it takes more of a toll. Yeah, I, I would I would probably say so. When you don't have to worry about expenses. Right. So he uh so he uh, everybody takes off. Or but... in LeBron's case, a billionaire. Congrats. Congrats, King. I don't know if we congratulated him on the oh, podcast. I guess that's yet, true. But yeah. 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 Um so uh so they all take off, but minutes before the game, I tweet out something along the lines of like this could get even dumber. We could see if if LeBron and Russ try to overcompensate and they hang out together for the the, the whole game. Um, we could see if Kyrie shows up and I, people start. I, what I needed and what yeah. I still am like praying for for the next game is LeBron and Kyrie to show up and sit next to each other. Yeah. I just Walk like, in I together. need the drama. Yeah. Well, I was hoping that actually Kyrie would sit somewhere in the middle and you would have people like snapping pictures of the entire gym and and measuring how close like Kyrie was to Russ or or Russ was to to LeBron 
or or all of that to see uh, how how all of that measures up. I was hoping we would get that, uh, and we didn't have to because it was like peak summer content. Yeah, yeah. Like Rob, Rob eventually went and, and sat next to LeBron or went and spoke to LeBron, so we didn't actually have to do the measuring up thing. Rob just told everybody, "Yeah, I like that cat more." <laughs> like <laughs> Rob basically said it out loud hey, for everybody. If there's one thing that you could say about Rob, he always knows who the most powerful figures in any given situation that are. is <laughs> that is undeniably true undisputably true so indisputably true and and so um that's what i was kind of hoping for was that we would get people sitting high enough up in the arena and they would take a whole arena wide snapshot and measure out where people are sitting in proximity to each other um we did not get that we did get some fun basketball i have enjoyed watching these guys play and and I said on on this morning's um, lowdown that we're starting to see some of the foundation of of at least the offensive identity that Ham is going to Ham and his staff is going to uh, impart on the organization, and it already looks like noticeably better than it was last year. So that's that's been fun to watch. Um, but back to the hilarity, though, uh, I. You also the the other thing we didn't talk about was that you had fans in a room with LeBron, you know, Rob, mm -hmm. Kurt Rambis, and Russ were chanting, "We want Kyrie." <laughs> yeah, that was funny. My that was my last thing was like Russ is sitting there, and like he we already know that the Lakers fans like the, the fan base has worn on on russ and his family right to to like an unfortunate um scale yeah. where like his kid is is not quite comfortable at school and like all of that stuff really does suck um it like it legitimately really does suck and and then to go through all of that get some separation reportedly talk to the coach and find new ways that they might utilize you and you show up, and and by the way, Russ is doing the right thing too. Like we also have to give him credit. Yeah. Like organizationally that could speaking, not have been an easy thing to do. No, like he shows he knew up. What the crowd reaction was going to be. Right, and he he showed. Well, do you think he's that self aware? I think. Okay, never mind. I'll put it at fifty fifty. Yeah. So I think I think he shows up though, and and he does like again to his credit sits right by the bench, does coach those guys up. He does do like he he does the right thing there, and is rewarded with that by everybody in attendance telling him, "Nope, we want the other guy." And and LeBron basically should we do the say, undisputed segment? Like, is Russ a better teammate than LeBron? He was he was coaching these guys up. I I, I see him out there with the young guys. LeBron, you know, wasn't well, other, unless unless Pippen almost killed him, like trying to save a loose ball, you know, like I think LeBron I think LeBron almost him. killed Pippen more than Pippen almost killed LeBron. Like yeah. Pippen actually said after the game, he he lifted me up a little too high. <laughs> My favorite part of that whole thing was you can see in the background of the shot, our own Cooper Halpern sitting behind uh, LeBron and like about to have a panic attack, uh, you know, as like the star of the summer league team and the star of hopefully this year's team, <laughs> yeah. uh, like are about to collide and potentially, you know, have an unfortunate aftermath and <laughs> thankfully both of them were okay but yeah was, you know that's one of my favorite parts about summer league is getting to see like all the you know all our friends like live react to this insane stuff that's happening yeah and and so i don't know i, I just wanted to, to to quickly you know again give credit to russ for handling that the way that he did but again it's just like if i could be somewhat serious it is just an outright and definitive 
uh, reminder that this can't happen this upcoming no. season. Like, no! It, it can't. Like, it, we already knew, right, Harrison? Like, we, we knew that all summer you and I have... Every single yeah. podcast, why they have to trade him. Like, they watched last year. They saw how it went. Yeah, There's no way that anyone thinks this is tenable again. Right. Well, and, and but, like, just in case... And by the way, like, over the course of the offseason... I also don't put a pass, just like I, I don't think Russ is necessarily self-aware enough to figure out that the fan might not be thrilled to see him after last season. I don't think some people in the organization are self-aware enough or knowledgeable about basketball enough to say, like, yeah, that can't happen again. Like, this isn't going to work. A coach isn't going to fix what we saw last season. And and I thought, like, in, in the way that... You know, the world sometimes reminds you, I always say this about, about the Kings, how year in, year out, they've been telling us, yeah, this is the year that we want to make the playoffs. We don't want a full-on rebuild. And sometimes the league just slaps you upside the head and says, nope, actually, you're going to go in a full-on rebuild. And I think this was one of those situations where the Lakers, in some small way, were trying to convince themselves, actually, I think we can maybe make this work. We can... Darvin Ham is, is a... Is a, a, a a more present figure, a more, I guess, for lack of a better term, intimidating figure um, who can kind of shake Russell Westbrook by the helmet to use a football analogy and say, no, get your ass over there and actually rotate. I don't want to hear about this resume shit. Go over there and do the thing that I'm telling you to do. Like you could maybe kind of squint. By, and he, by all accounts is not a problem that a guy that has any problem. Oh, none whatsoever. Out, anywhere. Yeah. One through 15 on the roster. Yeah, that's why they hired him. That's a big yeah. part of the reason why they hired him. And and he was so the like designated I designated guy for that with the Bucks. Yeah. And and I think with you know, I think the Lakers had kind of maybe tried a few some people within the Lakers. I'm not making this a blanket statement. I do think there are people um in those walls who understand that like guys, we can't actually do this again. Yeah. But Aaron. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> him and only him. Yeah. Um but I but they some small part of the organization was trying to convince themselves, yeah, maybe, maybe if we squint, and then the world just kind of slaps him upside the head and says, "No, guys, no, <laughs> of course you can't freaking bring him back." This the, look at the look at how stupid all of that was was when 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 those two guys merely had to sit in the same arena together. Imagine what it looks like when they have to play together. When yeah, they can <laughs> we? Do you think that? What do you think? Like the damage control for this is going to be? Like, do you think LeBron goes on the shop and is like, "Oh, you guys didn't see? I talked with Russ for two hours in the arena. This is just the the lamestream media, you know, blowing everything out of proportion again." Um, I mean, I, do you I, think I, that? Do you think that him and you know? Do you think that him and Russ take a photo where they're pretending to fight over Darvin Ham <laughs> while he's getting physical therapy done? Yeah. Um, that would be great. Or Mike D'Antoni. He might not be busy. Just get him in. Just to have yeah. him come reenact the photo. The Lakers could use an offensive mind. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> most people in the organization find Mike D'Antoni offensive. Yeah. Um, but well, I, I, somewhat justifiable reason. And, 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 you know, vice versa. But, but yeah. I think, um, but yeah, I, I, I thought that the grand takeaway from this last weekend was, yeah. Whether they trade him for Kyrie, whether they trade him for Miles Turner, whether they trade him for Buddy Heel or whatever, whether they just send him home, like we now know definitively, this can't happen. This won't work. Not not in terms of basketball, and probably more importantly, not in terms of the human beings involved. 
Like, I, I really think, um, I really, and, and I wouldn't blame LeBron for feeling this way, but I really think that after sitting down with, with Russ and AD, as was reported, and those three guys sat there and talked about the ways that they were ready to sacrifice and make this work and how the basketball can be beautiful. They get out and transition and all that stuff. And then to have Russ show up and basically stick the middle, double middle fingers up every time he was asked to do something defensively, that probably really like, pissed the off. I am sacrificing. I'm not taking 30 shots. Yeah, right. Well, no, Harrison, he literally said that. Like, he literally said yeah. that he did actually he sacrifice. Game, Anthony. He took less shots. That's the only yeah. thing. They didn't let Russ be Russ, according to Russ. Um, yeah, we and all I know think, that was a lie, you know? It's, yeah, and I, and I think you, you kind of joked about it, and then you said it, I think, a little bit more um, definitively, but I think you're actually hitting the – like, I think – when you talk about is there any kind of damage control to be done here, um, I think LeBron purposely made it so that there can't be any damage control. I think he purposefully went out there and and, and showed everybody, no, this isn't going to work. I don't want to play with this guy again. Yeah. I want Kyrie Irving. Get it done. I already leaked that what is on the line for you guys in, in getting this thing done. I've already, you know, that was on purpose. I thought the the way that he handled Friday night was on purpose. I think all of this kind of, you know, lands us takes to takes us to a place where, yeah, the, the everybody um, now involved knows definitively this this isn't going to work next season. And I think that's a good thing. I think that's that's the the final remi- reminder that everybody kind of needed to shake everybody into the kind of action that makes them better next season. Yeah, I no, I'm I'm totally with you there. Like I, I think, you know, LeBron being intentional in the way that he conducts himself is nothing new. I mean, this is how he operates. Like he is always going to make it clear, uh, without being direct, but he's always going to make it clear how he feels about something and let the public know. How much more ridiculous could it have gotten? Like you know, what if what if they progressively, like, during timeouts, like, yeah. Russ kept trying to, like, slowly work his way over towards LeBron, and LeBron kept moving seats to be further away <laughs> on the opposite side of the court? LeBron, LeBron's up in, like, the upper deck. Like, he's in the nosebleeds just to, like, yeah, I just wanted to see what it's like for everybody up here. I actually think it would have been even funnier if LeBron went over to the bench and coached up everybody and dapped up everybody except Russell Westbrook. I think that's how, like, that's the nth degree hilarious that this thing could have gotten. That's what I was kind of sort of hoping for from home. That would have been very funny. He's just like LeBron goes and says hi to everybody, goes and says hi to the ESPN booth, um, you know, says, says hi to uh, Bill Burke. every single courtside fan's hand except Russ. Yeah, every single... <laughs> He actually announces after the game, I'm actually going to be putting up this booth right here and everybody in attendance for tonight's game can come and take a picture with me. Except for us. <laughs> um, all right. So that's... I mean, since it was such a hit last time, I mean, can we... Uh, do you want to do like a, a flashback to last summer and have me read like a LeBron James Instagram caption? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So this is from... Uh, 47 weeks ago, I can't, uh, August 14th, 2021. So almost a year ago, uh, it was the first photo that LeBron posted of himself in the gym with Russ and Phil Handy. And, uh, you know, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, and here's a dramatic reading of a LeBron James Instagram (laughs) caption. The photo is him and Russ both kind of bent over hands on their knees. They've clearly been working out for a little bit, you know, running through some drills, uh, these kind of things just to paint a visual image. 
Okay, I can't see what those emojis are, but work with the Brody. I agree. I don't think this will work at Russ West 44. PH, you different, by the way, at the real 94 feet of game. Photo by at Gradient Visuals. Prayer hands, fire, 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 fire. <laughs> fire, 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 fire. He he tried <laughs> he tried to tell us he didn't think it was gonna work. It turns out LeBron's always direct. He added Russ and everything. That's not even a subtweet. <laughs> Do you think he actually like at some point has told his friends? Actually, I was right. He's like, no, that wasn't sarcastic. I wasn't calling out the haters. I really didn't think it was work. I don't know we why went... the Lakers traded for this guy. We're gonna we get were... that report. We're gonna get that report where it's like LeBron or LeBron on the shop. He's like, yeah, I don't know why they traded for Russ. I'm not the GM. I didn't ask. <laughs> I didn't ask Rob to do that. LeBron and Russ are like actually exhausted from trying everything. We have exhausted all of our. <laughs> yeah, they they spent the day in the gym and they're like, "Damn, this really does not work." Like, <laughs> they were running, they were running pick and roll stuff together against no defense, and Russ just, just kept, kept on into each other. It's like <laughs> LeBron was like, "All right, Russ, we're gonna do spot. We're gonna work on like running to the corner and doing spot ups." And Russ, uh, Russ is like confused, like his feet won't move that way. Like, <laughs> have you seen Sing too? No, I have not. I'm, I don't have a child, Anthony. <laughs> All right. Well, never mind then. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. I know friend of the show Halsey is in it, and I'm sure she's great, but, um, you know. It is a really good movie, but there's this scene where, like, they have this dance instructor, and um, one of the main characters isn't, like, really a dancer. So he's all freaked out. Like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know how I'm going to do this. And then, like, eventually he figures it out. And then there's this, like, uh, there's this scene where his teacher actually really doubted him seriously, too. And, and as this guy gets better at dancing um, and he goes out to do his own performance, the teacher hates him enough to go out there and sabotage his own dance. Um, and I just feel like that's Russ. Like, Russ was out there. LeBron was trying to make it work, trying to make it work, trying to make it work. And then Russ was just, like, out there on purpose, just, like, making everything as difficult as possible. And, like, I know we're joking around and, like, but to take things back on a serious note just for a second, like, I think both of us can understand why both of them are upset with each other. And I think yeah. on, like, both are, oh, totally. both are sort of right to a degree, but also sort mm -hmm. of wrong, you know, to, like, be a great, like, they're, no one's 100% right, basically, yeah. in there. But I understand why both of them are upset. Like, if you're LeBron, it's like you were talking about, Russ came in last year, like gave them kind of all these like false promises over the summer reportedly about all these different things he was going to do to fit in either did not do any of them or like they were the raw or he had a very different idea of what doing those of things, what those meant things than would look. LeBron yeah. and AD thought. Uh, mm -hmm. And then like, if you're Russ, it's like, you know, and it's like LeBron, it's like, Oh, well like you recruited me here to come back to my hometown team and win a ring with you. You said we were going to work together and make this work. And then now like that from basically the second I've arrived, I've been getting thrown under the bus by, you know, so not necessarily LeBron directly, but I think that we know kind of where mm -hmm. LeBron stands on this and, where you know his camp is maybe pointing the finger on things and like you know and then now he's like a pariah in his hometown city and lebron yeah. is like openly it's trying to trade him being let known that lebron wants to trade him for a different point guard and yeah. so like i understand why both of them don't are kind of not cool right now apparently yeah I, I that's why like as all of this was unfolding it's funny because you know, it's it's very easy to just kind of write off everything that went on on Friday as 
you know, childish or high school or whatever, but like those things, they carry on throughout the rest of our lives. Like there are, there are uh, workspace politics too. Like there, that's, that's how, when you go to a company party, there are some people that you rock with and there are some people that you're like, Oh, Hey, you're here too. And then you just kind of move along. Um, there, there are some situations where your work hires somebody that you aren't really necessarily how that's going to work out and you give it a go and, um, you don't think that other person gave it their all in trying to make it work too. And any chance that you guys ever had at, at making that work, you feel like was kind of damn from the get go. And, and you walk away kind of angry, not just at the two parties here, yourself or that person for not making it work, but also your workspace for putting you in that position in the first place. Like, like this is it, everything that unfolded Friday. You think LeBron's mad at Rob for not stopping him? <laughs> probably. Like, I mean, he's probably, a human being. Yeah. yeah like, probably, like he's probably, I, I, I do think there are times where LeBron has probably said, dude, you're the GM. You could have told me no, you know, like that's, I'm not saying that he'd be right to do so. Right. Like I'm not, I'm not saying I would agree with that assessment of the situation, but he's a human being. And so like, I, I, when, when all of this unfolds, there's a reason everybody can laugh at it as it's happening on Fridays, because we can all relate to it. We all have that person that like, if, if, if they walked in to some kind of a social setting, you would probably move to the other side of the party. Like there's, there's, we all have that person. I, you know, I have that person here in my neighborhood where like when we all, when we all get our, our, our block parties together, that person walks up and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to the other side of this thing over there. You know, that's, that's how, that's how life works. And, and I, I thought I, I really enjoyed Friday because I love laughing at this shit, but I also enjoyed it because like, it's such a, it's such a, an open admittance by everybody without, without no, no PR, no spin, no attempts at, at, at dishonesty. Like that was everybody telling everybody watching. Yeah. That was a fucking disaster. Like last season was a wreckage. We're trying to, we're trying to make our way away from the wreckage of last season. And it's just not going to work between these two very headstrong individuals who, by the way, are some of the, 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 the most accomplished individuals who have ever played in their sport. So that that that's another thing that's at play here too is that like you have two of these all-time great players who aren't used to taking blame for bad situations russ probably more so than lebron and 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 yet yeah that's what it looks like when two people don't look don't like each other it was great i enjoyed every second of it i hope it happens again (laughs) yeah you asked how the only way that it could have been more awkward could you imagine if like frank vogel was there That'd have been great. That'd like neither great. Russ or LeBron acknowledge him. <laughs> or like Carmelo Anthony is there and he tries to like awkwardly make those two guys interact. Or if ESPN yeah. asked LeBron and Russ to go and sit like, side hey, by side. You guys side. got a second to sit down with, uh, you know, to sit yeah. down at the desk. Do Russ some is like, <laughs> LeBron's like, <coughs> I, I, I can't talk. Health and safety protocols. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't do it. I care about them all of a sudden. Um, yeah, I, I anything else from from this weekend that you think is worth kind of hitting on? Because I did you I watch last night's game uh, on Sunday? Yeah, I did. Because yeah. I, 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 Jacob and Cooper recorded before that game, and it, if you can hear anything in the background, I apologize. People are decided to do construction right now. Um, nice. But uh, last night's game was one of the funniest summer. You and ending. I started talking about Russell Westbrook, and like people were like, "Hey, we just got to start firing up bricks somewhere." Yeah, exactly. Um, 
no, last night's summer league game was incredible in terms of how it ended. Like the Lakers, <laughs> so, it, it so got drunk. tied up. But then there were two consecutive inbounds passes where both teams threw the ball out of bounds to send it to <laughs> overtime. Yeah. It was, I've never seen a walk-off turnover before. Yeah. It was, but it was two incredible. Yeah. And then you had both teams players turning into a five on five game between Carlton banks to in overtime because everybody mm-hmm. wanted to be the hero. And like, that's why summer league is amazing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then a walk-off corner three-pointer from a player named JT Thor, the week that Thor love and thunder came out. <laughs> it's like, you know, Disney is on Disney. Disney yeah. On a Disney player. network. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I, I thought it was a perfect summary of like what Sunday nights, on in Vegas are if you have like a long weekend in Vegas where like you tell you because for most of the game it looked like a fairly normal like decently well played that's summer why league Max game Christie had his best game like he's he's that he can't legally drink and like everybody yeah. else was a little hungover. Was like, like oh my god yeah everybody's trying to sweat it out and he's like I'm just trying to get a sweat in um no it, like it felt like because Sunday nights for those of you who have who have not been to Vegas and for those of you who have you're gonna you're gonna relate to this Sunday nights when you go to Vegas on like a long weekend and then you plan on going to you going home on Monday, usually Sunday, like you try to say, yeah, I'm going to take it fairly easy. I'll have a few drinks. We'll go out for a nice dinner. I'll get all nice and good and packed up so that when I when it's time to get my catch my flight the next morning, there's no hassle. I won't be hung over on the flight home. Just kind of get home and relax and recuperate. That's how most Sunday nights start. And then somewhere along the lines, you know, somewhere in, in that mix over the course of Sunday does have like one cocktail too many. And they decide, nope, we're all partying. It's our last night out here. We're all getting after it. Shots all around. And that's what those two turnovers were. That first, that first turnover, like when, when, when um, you know, I forget how the turnover came, came to be. They were like, that's the, that's the first person who's like, all right, we're all we're all we're all getting wrecked tonight. It's our last night here. We'll make do. Sure, we'll be hungover when we get back, but that's what we all anticipated anyway. Then the second one was what happens when everybody agrees, and then the overtimes and and the shot selection that we saw there was everybody just getting wrecked on a Sunday night, and and now everybody is is left to try to figure out what the hell that last those last like two hours were of your Sunday your Sunday um, that should have been a nice calm Sunday night in Vegas. The, it just never plays out that way. Yeah, I that was an incredible analogy. I was not yeah. expecting that. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna say there's an asterisk on all the Lakers summer league results because Jay Huff hasn't played. So it's like yeah. the no team has beaten the Lakers with their intact starting lineup. Obviously. Yeah. Man, I you saying that reminds me how close we came to the Lakers having Doc Rivers as their coach. Oof. things could be worse as bad as things sometimes seem things could be worse like you know none of us who expected a Kyrie Irving trade to like possibly shake loose and be on the potential horizon and yeah you know getting the Darvin Ham higher right like I, this team's certainly not going to be favorites for the title but they're you know they're, there's a chance that they're going to be much improved and a lot more fun than last year I mean I, I guess that's a we'll, we'll end on this then uh, because the next time you and I talk, I don't think a Kyrie trade will happen between the next time you and I talk because we're going to be talking on Thursday again. No, we we know when it's happening. It's going to happen on the day of my like wedding. <laughs> um, that would be great. I, your wedding, Avery's second birthday party. Yeah. yeah oh, just man. everybody's on their phones, like trying to figure out what the hell happened. Yeah. And my neighbors are all, hey, I heard there's a Kyrie trade. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like his stances. Yeah. <laughs> 
out here for sure. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, well, look, I'm just saying, like, you know, in your neighborhood, like, uh, given yeah. what you told me, uh, they might, yeah. you know, yeah. might have some Kyrie or Jersey sitting around. Like I said, man, there are people in my neighborhood who I try to avoid at parties. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I let's let's wrap up on this though. Let's you know, we've had fun with the hilarity. We talked a little bit about the basketball at at summer league. Um, the off season as it currently stands, and let's I think you and I both we won't go so far as to say we know a trade, a Kyrie trade is happening, but we probably that's how we would predict it. So let's it just feels inevitable at this point. It's like yeah. you know, it, it's I'm not actually I'm not gonna make that analogy. It's it, you know, it, both sides kind of know that they have no other options, you know? Yeah, it's sort of like it's like two people in their twenties that are like, Hey, if we're still single at 40, let's get married. You know, like that's that's where the Lakers <laughs> yeah. and Nets negotiations are at. It's like, hey, neither of us really like what the other one has to offer all that much. But let's circle back after the KD trade. And like if we're both still kind of looking to fill our musical chairs, like, we'll, yeah. you know, we'll make this work. Do you think do you think that's what the actual conversation was between Sean Marks and Rob Polinka was at Chicago? I no, think they were talking been. about best Disneyland spots to take a phone call on trade deadline day. Oh, good point. Good point. Good yeah. point. Um, but I. I I think I think when it comes to like the, if if or when the Lakers trade for Kyrie Irving, um, I think one way to summarize this, and I'll let you build more on it. I think one way to summarize this this team kind of moving forward, if Kyrie is on it and the Lakers add some shooting as part of that trade, is that like I think they have a higher upside than they had last year. Um, I think similar basement you know i think this can go really wrong as well what about Kyrie's last two stops would make you think that's possible (laughs) nothing whatsoever actually last three really i mean yeah it's not like it's not like he was hugely productive at duke either um so so i i think but i what i would say though is that like i was not particularly optimistic about the basketball heading into last season this year though when everybody or if everybody is right, this has a chance of being actually beautiful basketball. And I think that's that's a, that's the thing that I'm most excited about if the offseason plays out the way that you and I think it will. And, you know, like the West is winnable. You know, I, I know that, again, the Lakers are not going to be the favorites, but you, you get a couple good matchups. You get a couple uh, correctly timed injury. As we've seen, the Lakers have been on the other end of the badly timed injuries. Like, you know, it, it, you get some good fortune going your way. You stay healthy. Like the Lakers should have a puncher's chance. The West playoffs this year, people forget it because the Warriors look so good by the finals. And, you know, we're able to kind of take it to Boston. Curry was really rolling and, you know, that kind of stuff. But, but the West playoffs were pretty brutal in terms of, like all of the, none of those teams look like a juggernaut. And so if you got a team that's featuring like, you know, LeBron, AD, Kyrie, Austin Reeves, you know, like you, <laughs> like that, that's a team that could have some puncher's chances to win a couple rounds. And if things break right, like maybe win the whole thing. That's basically where I stand minus the Austin Reeves part. But like, I, I think I They're think- a juggernaut and waiting. Had 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 Reeves played in summer league, I'd be willing to throw him in there. But can you imagine how much higher you'd be on him? Not only did he play in summer league, but he probably looked ridiculously good, like compared to other summer league players, because he had a year of playing in the uh-huh. NBA. He'd have uh-huh. that like Josh Hart second year bump, where Josh Hart was like, he was like <laughs> Josh Hart was like didn't summer league MVP? Kobe that year. Like, did he win MVP? 
Yeah, he won somewhere. Like, Josh Hart was incredible. He was like yeah. he was like an orchestrator out of the mid range, like post footwork, all kinds of stuff. He was. It was just clear that he had played a year of NBA level basketball. Yep. That's all I wanted to see from Reeves. Yeah. He took that from me. But and you'll never forgive him. You're gonna rate no. him lower because of this. Yeah. Does Austin think... Reeves have that dog in him? Anthony's asking the question. I clearly he doesn't. If he yeah. did, he would have played. Yeah, he's got that cow in him, you know, like the <laughs> I think he went to Nobu. He probably, yeah, the, probably the Midwest, went to Nobu. easy going, you know. Yeah. Did he even show up for summer league games? Where is Austin Reeves? Do we know no, he was there? There was a picture. Oh, okay. Uh, I forget. I forget who took the picture. Um, I apologize. I quote tweeted you at one point, but um uh somebody took a picture of him standing there and, and yeah, I, I quote tweeted it with the Captain America suit up thing. <laughs> oh, that's that's disappointing. I, I was really hoping that he like we just didn't know where he was. And yeah. he was like off in like a gym somewhere working with like no Internet connection. And you're just like pissed that he didn't play in summer league. He's, like, he comes back actually looking like Captain America. Yeah, yeah, he's like he's like actually like swole next year. He puts on some muscle, you know. Yeah, he he looked pretty skinny in that picture. Yeah, is, is, uh, I mean, anyway. I think that's to some degree just his body type. I don't I don't know how much he's going to fill out. Yeah, but yeah, I I, I think, you know, while there's all this hilarity and stupidity on the, on on going on, and that's just like a given with the Lakers, like they just refuse to do anything normal. No, but it's that meme where it's like, can you just like you're like screaming at yeah, the Lakers? Can't like, you can just you just be normal? And then the yeah. Lakers like back like screams incoherently. Yeah. Like, yeah, and and I think, uh, you know, if if you're looking for bright spots, or if you're looking for reasons to be optimistic or things to look forward to in this in this season. If the Lakers trade for Kyrie, if or when everybody is right, the basketball will be great. So you'll have all the stupidity on the on the peripheries again. Like that's we, not. We know going we're going to get some stupid drama. Yeah, like, it's like a, we, various points throughout. By the, the way, year. right after the trade, we're going to yeah. get some. We're like the leaks after the trade are going to be incredible. Oh, like, we need to, we need to have a new leak. That's what we're doing on Thursday. New leak bingo episode. Of oh, for what sure. Post rust trades leaks going to be. <laughs> yes. Yeah. For sure. The lead ups and, and, and right after. Yes. Yeah. Um, so look forward to that on Thursday, but I, yeah, I think the basketball is going to be fun and, and the Lakers are going to have a, an Kyrie, actual chance of winning a championship. As a person, player, whatever, transcendent yeah. basketball player, like yeah. really, Legit really artist. fun to watch. Right. Like we got all that crap um, after the Lakers traded for Russ last year about like, Oh, Kobe saw him as the next Kobe and all this. But, like, if you really watch Kyrie play and the artistry that he plays basketball with, like, he's a lot closer to the kind of skill and, and work ethic on that part of the ball that Kobe um, prided himself on. And just, like, the versatility and, like, yeah. array of techniques and moves and, you know, technical precision flow. of it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so, like, I... What I'm really looking forward to is like looking forward to basketball. Like for most I, of you know last what I'm season, I did. I wasn't looking forward to is people replaying your old hook episodes with Aaron, where you were talking about the Kyrie situation last year. Oh well, I don't take anything back that I said there. I thought he was being really immature, but yeah. but and he's probably going to be no, really no, no, immature I'm here. Saying, I'm looking forward to people tweeting those at you out of context when you oh, like yeah. praise a Kyrie basketball play. Yeah, yeah, that's going to happen. It's going to be really fun. <laughs> I it, may, it might be it's me. gonna be I you. Might, this, this may be an August project. <laughs> you know what? To all of you who do that, here's what I have to say. I think that we should consider having them arrested. <laughs> all right, thank you for that. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 gonna try to have you 
criminally incarcerated. Yeah, he's gonna Anthony's gonna press charges against your mean tweets. Exactly. All right, so that's gonna do it for this episode of the Anthony Irwin Show. Um, obviously, the 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 loss of of the week or my my loss of the week was catching COVID, and and everything that came with that. So that kind of goes without saying. Um, again, Harrison and I are gonna be back on Thursday. And, and like I said in last night's lowdown, this is the first full week of content that we've had in quite some time. I'm looking forward to, to, to getting back to, to all of that. And yeah, I mean, no better time to get back to it than two weeks after free agency. That's what I always say. I mean, we're still going to hit the biggest story of the year. <laughs> <laughs> the Lakers really did you a solid, I, I'll, you know, <laughs> it was, it, when Kurt was there and he was on his phone, it was me just saying thanks. You're like, thanks, hey, Kurt. hold on, hold on, don't do any moves yet. I'm not back yeah. from vacation. Yeah, no, it was I, all right, Kurt. I promise to stop saying Rambi if you don't trade Kyrie over Independence Day weekend. I promise. <laughs> all right, well then you just broke that promise, but oh well. Well, that was uh, oh shit. Yeah. All right. We'll do talk to you guys. 